0: Hey, it's Tuesday, April 12th, That's 2022. We've got stories for today, on sure you for evidence, which on which legislation is likely to pass and which is not. A story on how marijuana, news on news on marijuana news now just smoking alcohol in government tax revenue, Ohio, Ohio expanding their medical marijuana program, and the origin of 420. So get ready. The marijuana industry is constantly changing with new laws, rules, and regulations. And whether you're working in the field or investing in it, you need to know what's happening. We keep you up to date by bringing you the latest information on the marijuana industry. So get ready, because this is the M News Now. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer has said that he's reaching out to his GOP counterparts in an attempt to gain more support for his cannabis bill, called the Cannabis Administration and Opportunity Act. Schumer's planning to introduce the bill later this month, but currently he does not have enough support to see it passed. While both Schumer's proposal and the Moore Act, or Marijuana Opportunity, Reinvestment, and Expungement Act, are both poised to get a Senate vote, it doesn't look likely that either has enough support to be passed. One reason for the lack of support is that many senators would prefer to see the Safe Banking Act passed, or the Secure and Fair Enforcement Banking Act, and so they're holding out for that bill. Alaska Senator Lisa Murkowski spoke with MJBizDaily, and she summed up what many pro-cannabis senators' thoughts are by saying, In Alaska, I think, for us right now, the biggest issue is banking, and just banking. Montana Senator Steve Daines also told MJBizDaily, If we can keep everybody in a limited scope on the SAFE Banking Act, there's a chance we could get this thing through. Let's hope so. In 2021, cumulative alcohol tax revenue across the country amounted to $9.17 billion. Cannabis, on the other hand, only did $3.7 billion. This number, though, only represents tax from adult use or recreational cannabis. This doesn't even include medical marijuana. Also, adult use cannabis was only legal in 11 states last year. So just adult use cannabis tax revenue from only 11 states brought in about 40% of what alcohol did from across the entire country. And again, that's without the medical marijuana figures added in. So state by state, in those that allow adult-use cannabis, the tax revenue from cannabis far exceeded alcohol tax revenue. Some of the current competing bills for cannabis legalization that are floating around in Congress right now could impose a federal excise tax of somewhere between 3% to 10%, on top of the existing state taxes. The government leaders who've taken notice of this have quickly realized what that can mean for the states and the country, and they've begun supporting it. Those leaders who are still opposed won't be able to hold out against the growing tide of support. After all, money talks, and cannabis brings in a tremendous amount of money. Ohio's looking to expand their medical marijuana program by adding more retail locations. They're also hoping to see marijuana prices drop with the increase in dispensaries. Prior to medical legalization, Ohio's cannabis regulators had expected they'd have between 12 to 24,000 patients in the first two years. Not surprisingly, that number was far lower than reality. After two years, Ohio has 250,000 registered medical marijuana patients and only 58 dispensaries in state. Ohio's planning to permit an additional 73 new licenses, which would be distributed evenly throughout the state, so that they're not only found in large cities. Their goal is to have everyone able to easily access their medicine. Many Ohio medical marijuana patients have also complained about the price of products in the dispensaries. During a discussion at OSU, State Senator Stephen Huffman said that many Ohio patients are traveling to Michigan to purchase their marijuana to save money. Ohio's price per gram is more than twice as much as Michigan's price per gram. Ohio legislators, like Senator Huffman, would like to see their residents make purchases within Ohio and, of course, keep the lucrative taxes within the state, too. The state medicinal cannabis director, Matt Close, said, We look forward to the dispensary's opening, and we do believe that competition and economics will drive the prices down. The Ohio Board of Pharmacy are reviewing applicants as quickly as possible, and they aim to begin issuing those provisional dispenser licenses within the month. Since last year's 420, seven new states have legalized adult use cannabis, bringing the total to 18 states that now allow recreational marijuana use. Also since last year, the pandemic seems to be over and mask mandates have been lifted across the country. So being able to get out of the house means that this 420, there's going to be some epic events planned from coast to coast. All cannabis users know that 420 is code for smoking weed, which is why April 20th, or 420, is the day stoners and marijuana aficionados celebrate the day. Many have heard the term 420 was coined by kids smoking after school, at 420, but did you know the details? There are a few origin stories. But the most credible one traces back to 1971 in California, just north of the San Francisco Bay. Five students at San Rafael High School would meet at 4.20 p.m. to smoke outside the school. They chose that specific time because their extracurricular activities had usually ended by then. The kids were referred to as the Waldos because they met near a wall. One of those Waldos wound up working as a roadie with the Grateful Dead, who later helped to popularize the term 4.20. In 1990, a group of deadheads in Oakland, California were handing out flyers that invited people to smoke on April 20th at 4.20 p.m. And one of those flyers ended up in the hands of Stephen Bloom, who was a former reporter for High Times magazine. High Times printed a copy of that flyer in their magazine in 1991, and they continued to reference the number. Before long, everyone knew that that was code for marijuana. A few years later, in 1998, High Times Magazine acknowledged that the Waldos were the inventors of the term 420. The writer from High Times who first got a hold of the 420 flyer, Stephen Bloom, has credited the people who wrote the flyer for the date's reputation as an annual gathering of pot smokers. He said, They wanted people all over the world to get together on one day each year and collectively smoke pot at the same time. And that's exactly what's happened. That's all you need to know for today. Be sure to keep listening for the latest updates and follow us on themnewsnow.com. Later.